it's very critical to understand realignment because one of the things that can really disadvantage you as far as the things of God are concerned is knowledge, lack of knowledge. That if you lack knowledge in certain areas, and I know I've mentioned this before, there is a way that your worldview or rather your spirit view will be limited because you don't know. What you don't know, you cannot uh, walk in. I believe when Paul says that there are things that I saw in heaven that I was not even allowed to talk about, most of those things are things that I did not have explanation for. Because in the spirit realm, and this one thing I love about John, because John sees things and then he asks questions. Sometimes he sees something and he wants to rush, and in his rushing, he's told, ah, chill, 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 this one happens like this, and like this, and like this. So you can even see that even in your encounters, information, you are constantly learning so that you can pattern your way, so that you can be aligned in, in some way, so that there can be, the, you, you will flow easily because God has set, and this is the thing, the laws and the rules are not just for the earth. They are not just for the atmosphere. God has set these things in motion. So whether you are in the spirit realm, in fact, the physical explains the spiritual. So whether you are in the physical realm or you are in the spiritual realm, there are some set down laws or rules that that govern those systems. So, so we'll begin to talk about uh, uh, protocols of the spirit and we'll begin from milk, if that's okay. We'll begin from the basics, the very lowest basics. And then throughout, as this month unfolds, we'll be talking about the protocols of the spirit. So we'll move from the known to the unknown. We'll move from that which is simple to that which are mysteries. And by that time, you will have enough foundation because what, the reason why most people do not uh, want anything to do with mysteries is because they do not have foundation. So it's like you're starting from here and then you're being thrown in the deep end. And if you do not see the scriptures or the alignments of God towards that place, then you don't have any foundation, then you think that is of it to go out. A perfect example, the other day, just yesterday, we had another meeting in our house. So from the Kesha, we had um, someone came to visit us and we were having a conversation with them and I was teaching them how uh, that the meaning of uh, pray with all manner of prayers. I don't know whether I've taught it here, I've mentioned it in passing, but praying with all manner of prayers. And I was telling him that um, <laughs> there are some prayers that you don't pray directly to God. Because he has said, I know, <laughs> I've seen your face like, mm, what do you mean? Because he has set, he has set a certain system to answer that prayer. So if you read in the book of Deuteronomy, there are prayers like, Listen to me, O ye heavens. He's not praying to God. He's praying to heavens. He says, listen to me, O you, listen to my prayer, O you earth. And of course, the scripture that I've mentioned here time and time again, because when uh, I'm introduced to something, he says that, and in that day, I, God, I will hear the heavens from where I'm sitting. And the heavens will hear and answer the earth. And the earth will hear and answer the corn and the bread. I love with the So they are, they, are, they are all manner of prayers. And so I was explaining to her how the sun and the moon and the stars that have been created, how 
God set them so that they can point men to Jesus. But not just that, they also have a function that they play in the world of God. So I was telling them that, you know, Jesus comes and Jesus says that there are people who want to enter into my kingdom, but they want to enter in through the door, which means that you can access these things by knowledge, but maybe not the right kind of knowledge. This is why the Tower of Babel was brought down, because they had found a portal, not because they were going to heaven. So they found a way to access the spiritual realm, but through a back door. And it is effective. Why? Because those things have an assignment. And if you approach them with the proper protocol, then they begin to bring it down on earth. So you go to a witch doctor, they put down, and then they speak to the stars, and they see. So a man who are not born again, the three wise men, they look at the stars, and the star is leading them to where Jesus is. Yeah, they don't have the spirit of God. So there are so many things that we need to understand in order for us to begin to operate Perfectly. When you understand the protocols, your ministry will be, it will be easy. It will be effortless. It, it, will, be, it will be so easy. Do you know that, that, that there are times, have you noticed, and, and I noticed this, I don't want to say where, but, but, but maybe some of you will guess where. But, but it's something that I know because it's something that I learned it a while back and I exercised it. That there are prophets who prophesy God is showing them. And there are prophets who prophesy because they are talking to your angel. So it's your angel who is telling them that So it looks as though it's witchcraft because like Nikama. Okay. I said we start from Nini. From the very basic. So protocol means the official procedure or system of rules. I know in church we are used to the protocol where there's like 12 men standing behind uh, the man of God. And they have to be a step behind even when we are going to the car. Like there's a way church understands protocol. That's not what I'm, I'm talking about. Eh? Uh, Sifa keeps on telling me that we need to go to the government so that the government can teach us protocol. <laughs> And he's right, I agree with him. That, that we need to go, that, that we need to learn what protocol is because protocol is not just. Because I think sometimes we are in between protocol and honor and then, and then our African culture and then we don't know where they meet. And then there is our African culture and then there's the Nigerian culture. So <laughs> the mixture of that, you understand, is a cocktail. It's a cocktail. So you don't know whether to kneel, whether to bow, whether to do what, whether to. Uh, ish. We went, we, I was in a conference in Nairobi. And in this conference, we went and we sat down. I was there with the man of God. Man of God, he's laughing because he knows what I'm about to say. And, and we are there. And, and um, this man and woman of God, they entered with an, it was an entourage. That's not even, like the protocol, they have their uniform, they have word. And here we are, they are men of God, they are bishops, they are people here who have preached for over 30 years. And the guy just came holding his Bible. And then there's another man that, me, I'm asking, Uyu ni nani? But the guy has this protocol. But what amazed me was that when we were being taken to the place where we were going to have our meal, ah, woman of God, you are there too. When we were walking into that place, you remember, that there's, there's, there's a restaurant there that we passed. And in that restaurant, 
the man and the woman of God were sitting with another man and another woman of God in a round table. They were eating and the protocols were standing out there. And I looked at them and I was like, ay, ay, ay. you know, I don't know how people, so we don't, for them, it's not bad for them because they, they have not, I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. So I, I, I'm, I'm just saying, bruh. <laughs> Protocol means the official procedure or system of rules governing the affairs of either a state, an institution, nations, world bodies. That's what protocol is. Protocol can also mean the agreement between two nations or three nations uh, when, when we come together. So in other words, when we say, um, I can come and say the protocol demands and what I'm speaking of is that this is the agreement between Australia and Kenya and the group of nations and the rest, all right? And, 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 and so when we understand that this is a system and a procedure, you understand that it's something that has been cast down. So in other words, protocol forbids, protocol allows. Protocol forbids, protocol oh, permits. And then I write, oh, protocol forbids, Protocol permits. All right. <laughs> I hope you got it. <laughs> because I don't want you to miss it. So we can enjoy Mursik. Anyway. So protocol regulates operation. It ensures that there's a way operations flow. There's, there's the ways that, that operations flow. In Genesis chapter 1, verses 1, I, I want you to see something there. The Bible says is that, is that the challenge with the scriptures that we read often is that sometimes we miss uh, certain things that are intended for us from God. Genesis chapter number 1. Genesis chapter number 1. I'll read verses 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Um, and, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters, and God said, let there be light. There was light. Let there be light light and there was light so the spirit of god is there uh the waters and everything else god has created but then god says let there be light one of the basic 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 things that you must understand is that this is a kingdom where you speak you create by speaking so even though god wishes it, god desires it he has to speak it because that is what that is the protocol that is there, that God speaks. You know that our God speaks. You know that everything God has created is by the organ that, that he uses to speak. It's by him speaking. The Bible says in the book of Hebrews chapter 11, Hebrews chapter 11, verses, uh, verses 3. Hebrews chapter 11, verses 3. Hebrews chapter 11 and verses 3. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made from things which do appear. So it is by the 
power of his word, by the ability of him to speak, and him releasing the words that has created the things that we can see from the realm of the things that we cannot see. By him speaking. By him speaking. So you cannot understand protocol if you don't understand, first of all, the power to create, which is for us the power to speak, the ability to speak life. He says, let there be, then it appears. And in that way, he's able to translate that which is in the spirit to manifest in the physical. To see in the spirit is one thing, but to bring it into manifestation is another. And it requires you to engage this unique gift, which is speak, open your mouth, and make a declaration. To exercise this protocol requires that you become a man who speaks. I was, I remember today in the morning, a long time ago, I, I liked this girl and I went to this girl and I, 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 I said hi, I hollered at her and I asked her to be my girlfriend and she said yes. And then I said, wow. And then I walked away and I never saw her again. And it was not her, it was me. <laughs> and this is because I'd concentrated all my efforts in getting her, but I did not know what people do with girlfriends. I don't know if you understand. So I don't know now we talk. Now I say, okay, so now you're my girlfriend. Hi, girlfriend. Like, I, I, I did not understand a, a, a few things. So, so because of my limitation, we could not... I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. <laughs> I know this is a different generation. You, by the time you're starting to date, you have ideas of dates and everything else. So, so if, if, if just because I did not know what to say to her, um, how to run the conversation, I ended up losing a lot of things. The, the, this kingdom is not about your wish. The, there is what you wish, there is what you desire. But the, the realms that, that upon which these things come into manifestation, they understand a different law. They understand a different protocol, which is you must give an order. You must give a command. If you want to create, you must open your mouth and you must speak. It's not that you wish. Even God himself, he desired to see. Remember, everything that he's speaking is his mind, his thought, his wish. He says, for I know the plans that I have for you. By the time he was saying, I know the plans that I have for you, the foundations of the world were not yet created. He knew it before the foundations of the... That's why Christ died before the foundations of the earth. And even though this is his desire, he must speak it. It is the one thing that differentiates him that when he comes and he says, am I like the other God? Because I speak. The other gods are mute. In other words, it's not just that they are mute, they are carved wood. It's that they have no ability to create. And, 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 and you have been given the ability, the grace and the anointing to create. It, you, you have been called, you are like the father. Do you understand? He has created you like himself so that you can continue in the work of setting things in the order. Let there be light. Let there be light. The power to manifest these realities are informed. The powers that manifest these realities are informed. Do you know that when I say, when I say, for instance, be healed 
in Jesus' name. There are powers that manifest that reality in people's lives. Those powers are informed. We will, we will be, we, I'll be teaching on divine forces. Divine forces. And you will see how there are a people or beings that have been given specific orders. That they watch over territories, they watch over certain functions. And unless you come with that secret key, you cannot unlock them. So you cannot launch them, you cannot release them. This is why you're being told when you pray, pray scriptures because scriptures are keys. We'll get to that, but pray scriptures. What happens when you pray, when you pray scriptures? You are engaging. You understand that healing should appear. So you speak healing. That, that The scripture that you have over healing, that is the unlocking. It unlocks the divine forces and those powers are released because the powers are informed. The powers are informed. They don't just jump into things. Acts chapter 19 verses 10 to 17. Acts 19 verses 10 to 17. Acts 19. From verses 10. They don't just jump into things. I said Acts 19, right? Verses In fact, let me read from verses 13. Let me read from verse 13. Sorry, are you there? Acts chapter, chapter 19. Let me read from verses um, 13. Now, what is happening from verse 10 is amazing. Let me just, sorry, let me just read from verse 10. And this continued by the space of two years so that all they which dwelt in Asia had the word of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Jews and the Greek. And God wrote special miracles by the hands of Paul, so that from his body were brought unto the sick handkerchiefs and aprons, and the disease departed from them, and the evil spirits went out of them. Verses 13. Then certain of the vagabonds, Jews, exorcists, now took upon them to call over them which had evil spirits, the name of the Lord. Uh, those which had uh, evil spirits, the name of the Lord Jesus, saying, we adjure you by Jesus whom Paul preaches. You know the story how it ends. We'll come back and read it. But I want you to notice something that people pass over. These people are exorcists. Yani, they would chase demons. Like, let me say, it was before grace, right? They had the power to set people free. They used to do it. That's what the Bible says. But just because they came in and began to speak, at the, we commanded to come out by the name that Jesus, you know, the name of Jesus that Paul preaches. The divine forces don't just jump in like that because they understand protocol. And so the Bible says that they begin to do this and when they do this, they are beaten up, of course. The Bible says, and there were seven sons, one scaver of one scaver, the Jew and the chief of the priest, which did so. And the evil spirit answered and said unto them, Jesus, I know, and Paul, I know, but who are you? 
Do you understand that this can cause controversy when, when demons are being chased somewhere and they say, I know, we know more. It's almost like we hung out. But really what they're talking about is that we understand the authority because of protocol. But you, who are you? Remember these people had not yet received Jesus. But you, my friend, who are you? So the story ends, they are beating up, they, they walk out of that room um, naked. So I'm trying to tell you this, and, and this is not to scare you because you have Jesus in you, so you cannot even be scared of this thing. You understand what I'm saying? The thing is that I want you to know that the demonic world and the spiritual world, Kwajumla, understands protocol. They understand rulership, they understand leadership, they understand kingship, they understand uh, orders. And so sometimes you're trying to deal with a demon and it's not living because you do not understand orders yourself. And they know that you do not understand orders. So just coming and saying, in the name of Jesus, come out. It's not it. The name of Jesus is powerful. The name of Jesus should be used everywhere. But why is it that there are people who use that name and things still do not happen? Matthew 17 verses um, 16. The Bible says, Matthew 17, 16. The Bible says, there was a man from verse 15. A man came and said, Lord, have mercy on my son. He is a lunatic and so vexed. For oftentimes he falleth into the fire and often into the water. And I brought him to thy disciples and they could not cure him. These are people who had walked with Jesus. He says, I brought him to your disciples and they could not cure him. Because the spiritual realm, it just doesn't happen like that. They don't just move by accident. They don't move because you have a knowledge. You understand what I'm saying? These are people who had been with Jesus. The Bible continues to say, what verse are we in? Then Jesus answered verse 17 and said, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him here to me. And Jesus rebuked the evil spirit and he departed out of him. And so what they, they had knowledge, what they did not have is faith. And he calls them perverse. He calls them perverse. And so he says, how long will I be with you? And he rebuked the demon and the demon flee. Then came the disciples, verse 19. This is the beauty of a teacher and, 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 their, and their students. To Jesus apart and said, why could not we cast him out? And Jesus said unto them, because of your unbelief. For verily I say unto you, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, then you shall say unto this mountain. So the one thing that they lacked was faith. The sons of Sceva, the one thing that they did not have is faith. Because they were speaking of a God. Remember, they had been around Paul. And Paul is healing people with handkerchiefs. And then they are just coming and saying, that man who is a great man of God, we walk in his anointing. We come in his grace and in the grace of the Jesus that he preaches. Ah, I've dealt with the theology, eh? with the culture. I come in the name of 
Listen, you can walk under a delegated authority. You cannot walk under my experience. Do you understand what I'm saying? Jesus walks with the 72. He sends them and he says, go ye. And as they go ye, they come back with one testimony that master, at your name, demons flee, demons do this, but they had their own experience. In other words, by this time, God has walked with them. They've had their own encounters. So when they walk with delegated authority, they go and mighty things happen. All I'm saying is that you cannot wake up and decide that so-and-so is your father now. Father, I come to you in the authority that that man carries. Unless you have tapped from him, unless you have drunk from him, then there is no way you can just stand on his experiences. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. Because these people come in and they say, I, I, come out in the name of, of the Jesus that Paul preaches. They don't know that Jesus. They don't know him. They have not even sat with Paul to know the teachings of Paul. So that which informs Paul is unknown to them. But they have seen the happenings. They have seen the miracles and they know we can now begin to change our tact from that which we do to now what we are doing. So even in those days, one of Kuzama people and the sons of Skeva, that family was known. They were people who would set people free. But now there's a different... So verses... 20 says that if you have faith as little as a mustard seed, you shall say unto this mountain, be ye removed. So the reason the demons did not come out was because of unbelief. Unbelief. Which speaks into their lack of engaging as they are walking with Jesus. That is why it says, how long will I be with you? How long will I teach you? How long will I be with you? I'm believing God that from today we are going to begin to create a new, new, different things, new dimension. We are going to begin to create on a totally different dimension. That divine forces will be deployed of our lives. That when you speak something, you actually create it. That you will not need to be praying for hours for someone to be healed. You'll be declaring a word and healing will begin to reach out to everyone in this nation because you're just speaking a word from where you are. Amen. But you must understand that faith is one key component that you must have. Now, the demons come to this man and say to this man, Jesus, we know. And Paul, we know. But you, who are you? They are trying to, to locate him in the realms and they cannot see him. They come to Jesus and Jesus says, the reason they could not recognize you do you understand what I'm saying? It's because you do not have this faith that is yours. And so, even the disciples are facing the same situation. They are not beaten, but it's the same situation. A situation is brought before them. They tried to chase out the demon because it was a demon. The man was lunatic. It was a demon. He was not sick. It was a demon. And even sickness, it would have been a demon, but it was a demon. And they tried to cast it out, but the demon does not go. Why? Because in the realms, you are not seen. And they go to Jesus and Jesus gives them the explanation and says it's because of your unbelief that you could not do this which you wanted to do. Now that we know words can create, you know that words need faith before they come out. 
So we don't just speak because I've seen it in the scripture. I, I declare that I'm alive. I declare that I will live. I will not die because we see it in scripture. You know that it requires faith because those words that you're speaking, they require faith. That is protocol. Anything that you do without faith, that is sin. It's outside of sin. Number two, John verses chapter six, verses 38. There's something that we must understand about protocol. John chapter 6 verses 8. John chapter 6 verses 8. Thank you, Jesus. 38, sorry. John chapter 6 verses 38. I was wondering which, which verse is that. 38. The Bible says, For I come down from heaven, not to do my own will, but to do the will of him who sent me. Not to do my will, but the will of him who sent me. As long as you're doing the will of him who sent you, him who sent you will send backup for you. There's always a backup that is waiting for you. Divine forces are deployed to wait for you because you are doing the work of him who sent. This is Jesus himself saying that, hey, I am here. I am sent. I'm from heaven. I'm from above. So the things that I'm doing, there's a, I understand I, I come from above. You too need to understand that I come from above. I come from above. If you will do things with the sent mentality, you will see results. Ah. If you will do things with the I come from the father mentality, you will see results. Because you're not just, you're not casting out demons so that you can get praises and honor. You're not prophesying so that you can get praises and honor. You're not winning in business so that you can get praises and honor. You are doing it because you are sent from above. You are different. You are called out to be different. And you are deployed on the earth. So as you understand that you must speak, you understand that the words that you speak, you also need faith. The simple things that the spiritual realm recognizes. They recognize command, they recognize faith. They recognize command and they recognize faith. They recognize command and they recognize faith. Because it's a system of protocol, number one. Number two, they recognize faith because faith is alive and faith is active. So faith does things. So faith is able to move mountains when you have it. And mountains understand that they are beneath faith. Okay. Sicknesses understand that they are lower than faith. So faith moves. Faith brings healing. Faith, faith, faith releases power. Faith releases anointing. Faith causes you to, to by faith we understand Hebrews Chapter 11. The entire, it's, it's an in of faith. We read even verse 3 that we understand that the words that, this world that is held together by his word, they were created by his word. By faith we understand. So they recognize faith. Cancer recognizes faith. It might not recognize homage, but it will recognize faith. So if it sees faith, it knows that, hey, in the chain of command, I'm the lowest of the lowest. And this thing called faith can cause me to change my form. It can cause me to die. If it commands me to die, then I will die. So Jesus tells them once again that, hey, the reason why you could not set this child free is because of your unbelief. 
It's not because of anything else. Jesus comes and says, I have been sent from above. If you operate with the understanding that you are set from above, then wherever you go, you go as an ambassador. So you have the resources that you need. Faith will show up. The word will be active. The word will be, will be effective. Why? Because you are sent from above. And Jesus kept on saying this thing again and again and again. That I do not do my own will. I've come here to do the will of him who sent me. I come from above. The day you gave your life to Jesus, you are born from God. You are born of God. You are born of the spirit. And so you are sent just like Jesus was sent on the earth. Mm. John chapter 5 verses 19, the Bible says, John chapter 5 verses 19, the Bible says, um, that Jesus then answered Jesus and said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, the Son can do nothing of himself, but what he seeth the Father do. For what things soever he does, this also the Son likewise. That I can only do that which I see my Father do. It's an understanding of protocol. The Father has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted. He has sent me to heal. He has sent me to do all these things. So when I am walking in it, I am doing the work of my Father. I am doing the work of my Father. Please, if you have a business, if you have a ministry, please do not disassociate God from that which you are doing. You prosper in business to the glory and honor of God. You are doing the work of the Father. You are having, taking territories and having dominion. You are doing the work of the Father. If I decide that I will go to, to France and have dominion on my own, the spiritual realm do not understand me. But if I go in the name of the Father, Ooh, things change. Things change. So there are declarations even in the scripture. You come to me in all of these things, but I come to you in the name of the God of Israel. And David walks out and destroys Goliath. Why? Because he comes as one who is sent. It is important for you to understand deployment. Deployment in diplomas. It's important for you to understand deployment. Because when you come in the name of the Father, you are representing the Father. And the powers that be, the powers, the anointing, the grace, every resource that is in God is made available for you. So you are in Japan, you are taking over. But it's because you have been anointed. You have been sent forth. You are there not representing yourself. You are there to take territories for the kingdom of God. And you understand it. If you don't understand it, then Paul, we know. And Jesus, we know. But you, who are you? Who has sent you? So the Bible gives us the language of we are ambassadors. We are ambassadors. So in the scripture that we just read in the, in, in the book of Acts, as Paul is walking and his handkerchief is healing the sick, the aprons that they are bringing to him goes and heals the sick. It is because he's doing the work of the Father. So he, we don't see him beginning a ministry of clothes and handkerchief and everything else because it's not about him, it is about the Father. The Father does with him as he pleases. Why? Because he's deployed. 
My prayer for us as Awakening Church that each and every one of us, wherever we will be, wherever we will go, we will be deployed. Amen. That you will never go anywhere without divine forces, without resources of the kingdom, without the anointing that is fit, without, without the ability to take over nations and kingdoms, without that which God has set aside for you. You will never walk naked. Amen. You will never walk naked. You, your, your declarations will never be empty. You will never stand and say that in the name of Jesus, I command you come out and your declaration is empty. So find, find it in the perfection of his will, in the purpose, in the, in the desire and in his finished work. Oh. <laughs> Jesus says, I can only do that which my father does you find that one in his purpose his desire you understand what i'm saying the desire of god and his finished work by his stripes we were healed go you are deployed i have given you power <laughs> to cast out devils go you have been deployed that is his purpose it is his will it is his desire. As long as you walk under that understanding, then you will see demons flee. There is no, there is no 40 day fasting. There is no many prayer. It's understanding. It is understanding and positioning. Someone can come from a, a, a 90 day prayer and fasting. Someone else comes from a three day prayer and fasting. And in fact, this morning I was thinking of, you know, these are doctrines that if you're not, and, and now there's another doctrine that is being lifted up by men. And I find it to be dangerous because they are saying that if you have not seen Jesus with your eyes, then you cannot say you are an apostle or you cannot go and say that you have been sent. Okay. Now, there are people who have encounters, but I don't know if they've ever read the Bible because the Bible says that you are of great and amazing faith. Why? Because you believed in him that you have not seen. I don't know if you understand. <laughs> There are mighty men in the Bible who never saw Jesus with their eyes. But every time we read the scriptures, we see him. So I was just thinking of that, that kind of doctrine and how someone can pray and fast for 100 days and it's good to pray and fast because you come out, you, you'll never be the same again. You come out and your life is transformed. And I can go in and fast for five days and we come out with the same result. And sometimes someone can even fast for 40 days and they don't come out with even any kind of result. Why? Because they are not informed. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. So to understand protocol, it will even make your prayers more effective. It will make your fasting more effective. Because when you are coming out of that fast, you're coming out of that fast and demons understand. When you talk, you don't need to explain to them because you know and they know that you know and you know that they know that you know. <laughs> Hallelujah. So find his purpose, find his will, find his desire, and find his finished work, and it will be easier for you. Matthew, Matthew chapter 8. Matthew chapter 8. Matthew chapter 8. You're quiet this morning. I don't know if you're being blessed. Matthew chapter 8, verses 9. Matthew chapter 8, verses 9. This is a man... As, 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 um,
I was telling uh, guys on Friday that this is the first man to understand that I understand, to, to declare in the Bible that I understand protocols. I understand these things. I understand order. I understand law. I understand all of these things. And the Bible says in verses, uh, from verses 9, the Bible says, let me read from verse 8. I know we've read it here before. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that thou shalt come under my roof but speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. For I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to this man, go, and he goeth. And to another, come, and he cometh. And to my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to them that followed him, Verily, verily, I say unto you, it's the verily is one. Verily, I say unto you, I have not found so deep, so great faith, no, not in Israel. I wanted to analyze this story and, 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 and or rather this event and, and, and we come to a few conclusions, all right? Number one, he says, I am a man under authority. So he is not just, it doesn't just have authority. He says, I'm a man under authority. It amazes me that it does not reference the fact that he is a man who has people under him. He refers, first of all, to I am a man who have people above me. Do you see it? <laughs> Do you see it? It says, I am a man under authority. So I understand this thing. Furthermore, I have people under me. So I have not just, I don't just serve and submit and obey. I also have a people. I also know what it feels like when people submit to me and they serve and they obey. When I say to this one, go, they will go. When I say to this one, come, they will come. Then Jesus stands and says, I have not seen this great faith. Now, Jesus does not ascribe him coming to Jesus for healing as great faith. Okay. Do you understand what I'm saying? Are you awake? Are you awake? Say glory. Say glory. Say glory. I don't want you to miss it. Okay. Let us go a few more scriptures just um, above Verse 9. And when Jesus, verse 5, was entered into Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion, beseeching him, and saying, Lord, my servant lieth at home sick, and of palsy, grievously tormented. And Jesus said unto him, I will come and heal him. So his faith had already worked. Okay. That was faith. That he went to Jesus and Jesus said, I am coming to heal him. So past this moment, Jesus has already given his word, he is coming. Then the man now says, you don't need to come to my house, just speak a word from where you are, because I understand protocol. And Jesus ascribes that and calls that as great faith. In other words, your understanding of the spiritual laws gives dynamic power, brings the dynamite, the, the dunamis of God. Ah. In fact, the Bible says that he went and he discovered that the, 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 the servant was healed at the exact same time. Why? Because of great faith. Before that, Jesus was going to his house to heal. It would have taken a half a day's journey to his house to go and heal. Ah. But with great understanding of protocol, and of, and, and of submission, I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. Great faith. 
This is why you can see the difference. And this is why our whole idea of prayer warriors and our whole idea of, of praying and believers and understanding realms must change. This is why there is someone who is praying and prayers are being answered. They understand spiritual dimensions, but you look at their life, they are stagnant. And then there's someone who all they do, they understand principles. They do the things and they prosper. There is nothing that has co co condemned us to one side. The Bible says we walk in wisdom. Do you understand what I'm saying? The man understood protocol and it brought him, it brought supernatural healing. It was reckoned as great faith. Wow. So you mean to tell me that I don't need to come to your house. I can just speak from where I am. Because you are, now notice that his understanding of protocol is governmental. His understanding of protocol is governmental. It is salute. It is stand by the door. It is all that. Yet he applies it into faith and faith brings forth results. If you don't honor the proceeding word, you'll never see results in your life. If there has to be goosebumps for you to know that that word was the word of God, you will never experience because it is pegged on things that are neither here nor there. But if you understand that you have been deployed and he who has sent you is the creator of the heavens and the earth and there is no power that is bigger than God, then you understand protocol. And when you release words, they come out with understanding. <laughs> His understanding of protocol was reckoned to him as great faith. Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6. I'm coming home. We're just dealing with the basics. You remember we said the lowest level, then we'll come up. Matthew chapter 6, verses 18 and 19. The Bible says, uh, Matthew chapter 6. Are you there? If you're there, say amen. He's talking about, it's supposed to be Matthew. Pardon? I don't know if it's Matthew or it's Mark. It is the kingdom. It is the scripture that says, I have given you the keys to the kingdom. And whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Pardon, Matthew? See? 16, Matthew 16. Hey, sh thank you. Where did I write 6? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Pardon? 1619. Oh yeah, I wrote 619. Matthew 1619. Shame. Matthew 1619. Uh verse 18 says, And I say and also unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church. Protocol. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Protocol. So the gates of hell can never prevail against the church. But it's a church that is on the right foundation. It says upon this rock. What rock? The confession that you have made. The confession of faith. Upon this rock I will build my church. And the gates of hell will not prevail against it. This is why the church that is built that is not on the proper foundation. The gates of hell will always prevail against it. 
anything that you're believing for, any anything that you're building that is not on the right foundation, the enemy will always come to shake it and destroy it. Verse 19, and I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt lose on the earth shall be loose in heaven. Why are you losing? Why are you binding? It's because you have the keys of the kingdom, the keys of the kingdom, protocol keys of the kingdom. So don't come to lose if you don't have the keys. The keys are the knowledge of the kingdom. The keys are, are, are the, the resources of the kingdom. The keys are the understanding of the protocols of heaven and the protocols of the kingdom. Even John, before he saw God in the encounter, he had to meet angels. And, 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 and most times, even when you want to see Jesus, first of all, angels will come. There will be interactions. There will be all of these things. Why? Because there are certain protocols that by the time you're getting there, you now understand things. You understand how to approach the throne. You understand how to approach the throne. Because we are recording this, let me say, one time a second lady of a country... <laughs> I was invited because uh, I was I was somewhere and I don't know, but I was just invited and they were healing and the person even experienced healing themselves, something that had been disturbing them for years. They were just healed like that. But I understood something, even though I preached powerfully and ministered and they experienced healing. When I came down, you don't just come man of God. That was powerful. That was powerful. No, that is protocol. There are people there who have eyes. They are looking at you in a way that even you, you know that, hey, we are not on the same. It doesn't apply. We, we are not on the same level. And yet you have ministered powerfully. Huh. There, I know, I know that here I'm the man of, there are meetings that if I go to, where you see me seated? Because there are bishops and archbishops and there's, there's, so the natural lineage just demands that there will be protocol. The spiritual realm is like that. There are protocols. There are protocols. That's why you come in the name of Jesus. Because the name of Jesus is above every other name. So when you invoke the name of Jesus, you have come in his power. If anyone attacks you, they're attacking Jesus. Don't you know? I want you to observe the battles that have been happening in the Middle East. I think it's only probably one of them in Afghanistan, if I'm not wrong, where the ambassador, was it the ambassador or, or the consulate who was killed? In the rest, they let the ambassador go to their own nation. Then they begin to fight. They tell you to close your embassy. They tell you to do it. Because to fight, to kill that man is to fight his nation. It's to declare war. Do you understand what I'm saying? Even in the ancient times, those of us who watch Vikings, you know that before the battle, before an epic battle, they would always send someone, a messenger, to say, okay, we have come, us, we hate you. We hate you too. We want to see you die. May your kingdom perish. Even you too, may your kingdom perish. May your king die like a dog. They say, okay, so let's meet uh, at Kasarani. Come with your stones, come with everything else. And then they go. There would always be messengers who come in through to try and talk about peace and these people would not be touched. Why? Because they represent a certain... 
Even now, in our own world today, we understand that even if we are fighting, if you see Red Cross, just let them pass. If you see United Nations, watch out now, just let them pass. They are not your enemies. They might come to negotiate peace, but they are not your, your enemies. I saw one time, um, he's, uh, he was a general in the army. He was um, not the general of Kenya because of other politics. But he was in Sierra Leone during the, the civil war. And he's the man who is credited for stopping that war. He's a Kenyan. I saw this video, it's there on YouTube. When he's patrolling and he sees this army of rebels and he stops. And he goes and, he, and he's low, so you can, how he talks. He calls their commander and says, you are a commander. Who made you a commander? He's slapping him like this. These stones, where did you get them? Have you been trained? He's removing his head. And he's in front. The, you, you have to understand, they don't have a big army. He, like he's, there's like two cars there. And he's in one of them. And the man is feared that the rebels are there. And even though they can destroy, they can fight because they can kill this man. They just let their, their general be undressed in front of them. Why? Because you cannot touch him. You touch that man, Calvary comes. First of all, Kenya will come for you. And it was more he was president in those days. Unpredictability <laughs> to the highest level. The government will come for you. The UN will come for you. Every other person that you want to support you will turn against you. Why? Because you have That's You must understand you are sent from above. Amen. That when you are walking, demons know that this one is the wrong number. Do not touch this one. Unless now you go alone. Do you understand what I'm saying? There's protocols that the spiritual realm understand. Demons understand even Lucifer. Listen, the Bible says in the book of Jude that Michael came and Michael did not rebuke Satan. He said, the Lord rebuke you. The Bible says in the book of Jude, if you've read it. In other words, even Michael understands. I have defeated this man from that door. But for me to be able to rebuke it requires an anointing that Jesus has and that men carry <laughs> because Jesus has given it unto us. That's why demons come and they do not rebuke. Okay. Demons do not, angels come and they do not rebuke demons. Okay. Angels do not rebuke demons. Let me sing it. Angels do not rebuke demons. <laughs> angels do not rebuke demons. They fight demons if you give them an order so they wait for your order. So Michael comes and Satan is here. And you have to understand, when they were fighting, when they were fighting with the prince of Persia, it was because Daniel gave an order. So Angel Gabriel comes with a message and is held by another demon. Who is a warrior? Demon who is a territorial demon. And because Gabriel is a messenger, he doesn't take territories. He appears to deliver messages. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. So Gabriel doesn't take territories. But here there is a prince who is a territorial demon and a territorial commander. And so Gabriel is held captive. Have you read? Have you, you've read the book of Daniel, right? So a piggy story, Nini. Yajaba. Is held. And the Bible says 
that as he continued to pray, Michael left, who is a territorial commander. He takes territories. He is an archangel. He comes in, and the Bible says, he sets Gabriel free, but under orders, which tells me, if the man would have not continued to pray, his answer would have not come. But do you understand what would have happened in the spirit? Is that the, the sent one would have been caged. Okay. Your prayers cause great implications. Did you understand what I'm saying? Like, like, like how you pray and the things that you choose to do, there are consequences in the spiritual realm, in the heavenly realm. So you don't just be waking up and, I send angels to do this. I send angels to do this. Make sure you are warded so that when you send and when you pray, you are invoking protocols that exist so that then the spiritual realm can be of help to you. Some people do not, don't even, doesn't the Bible say that he watches, the angels are meant to watch over you so that you don't hit your your leg on the stone. Why is it that una, una, oh, nani apa kwa mawe? <laughs> Why is it that it's happening? <laughs> because this thing don't just happen because they are written. There's an understanding that you must walk with because it is that understanding that refreshes. It is that understanding that gives them the power to act. Because we, we as humans, we forget. We are not the only one that will be held accountable. Angels will too. The divine forces will too. The words will be held accountable too. Because even though you don't see them, they are physical in the eyes of God. Matthew 28, 18. Two scriptures and we are done. Matthew 28, 18. Matthew 28, 18. What does the Bible say? And Jesus um, came and spoke unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go ye and teach. You see the way to Kukram scripture, so we are just reading. So my Bible does not say therefore. It says, go ye therefore. But me, I'm reading therefore. Go ye into the world, because it makes sense in my, in my head. Go ye therefore. And teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. Why? Because all power and all authority has been given to me. So you're not going on your own. You're going under the power and authority. And the Bible says, all power is given unto me, not just on earth, but in heaven and on earth. In other words, that name can be invoked in heaven and can be invoked on earth. In other words, heaven understands the power that has been given to Jesus and the earth understands the power that has been given to Jesus. In other words, when I'm here and I invoke the name of Jesus, heaven responds and earth responds. Protocol. You're not going alone. You have been sent and you have been given power. Mark, the last scripture. Mark chapter 3. Mark chapter 3. Mark Chapter 3. Mark chapter 3. Thank you, Jesus. Mark chapter 3, verses 15. The Bible says, Mark chapter 3, verses 15. The Bible says, uh, The Bible says, And he ordained the twelve, and they that they should um, be with him, and that he might send them forth to preach, and to have power 
to heal sicknesses and to cast out devils. To have power to heal the sick and to cast out devils. You already have the power. You are sent by him. The Bible says that when they came back, they came back to Jesus. Uh, after he had sent the 72, the Bible says they came back. They went in two by two. And they came back and they were excited. And they said to him, hey, by the way, now, listen. They came to him and they said, by the way, by your name, demons flee. People are being healed. People are being cast. In other words, they went there sent. They were sent. They knew they were sent. So they went there with the power. You are sent. You understand what I'm saying? You are sent. And then Jesus says to them something that is amazing. He says to them, do not rejoice that demons flee. Rejoice that your name is written in the book of life. In other words, all this is because of your lineage. Rejoice because of that. All this is because you are the son of God. Rejoice because you are the son of God. So he's bringing them to their identity. I am the son of God. So demons flee because I'm the son of God. So I'm not just excited. Wow, did you see those people? My God, they were falling and they were excited. Did you see the power? Oh my God, the power was moving. No, it's because I have an identity in God. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. I know that it has been preached to you. Do, Jesus said, do not be happy just that demons are leaving. Be happy that your name is written in the book of life. Is your name written in the book of life? It's a good sermon. But he's not neglecting the things that are happening. He's just telling you that you are moving in great power. You're setting nations free. You are getting breakthroughs and delivering other people. Why? Because you are of this lineage. You are of God. You are the son of God. You are the one of whom it is said that all authority and power has been given to me. Therefore, go ye. You are the go ye part. Why? Because all authority has been secured. Every power has been locked and you are being deployed. That means that that power is secured for you. Protocols. Let me show you another protocol that is simple and then we are done. I know I said that's the last scripture that I will read. Please forgive me. Forgive me. Have you forgiven me? Yes. Have you forgiven me? Isaiah 60. Isaiah 60. I want to show you something here that is that is delegated power. That is amazing. Isaiah 60. I was told that when you listen online, you can hear me flipping pages. So if that is you, like to apologize to you. Don't be distracted. Amen. Listen to this. Jesus came and read this scripture. And it was at the beginning of his ministry. We read it that he put the Bible down and all the eyes fasted and looked on him. And then he began to teach them and he told them that this scripture has been fulfilled in your eyes today. Okay. Verses 1, the Bible says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. <laughs> we can do nothing without His Spirit. It's one protocol. You cannot run. You cannot run, go ahead without the Spirit of God. He must be your friend. You must have a relationship with Him so that you're not like the children of Sceva who do not have a personal experience with Him. This is Jesus saying, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. The spirit, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings. So he was anointed so that he can preach good tidings. And for Jesus to stand and say, this scripture has been fulfilled. It was speaking about me. It means that even for Jesus, for him to be sent, he had to receive. He had to be anointed by the Father so that he can preach good news. Do you understand? 
We have to be anointed by the Father. So that, and this is what the Spirit of God does, that it brings an anointing over you so that you can be effective in the vineyard of God. It's a protocol. So Jesus comes and Jesus dies and resurrects. And he tells the disciples, wait for me in Jerusalem. Wait for me until I come, until I send you the helper. Because he knows even him, he was sent. And the helper played a part, anointed him. So when you see the Spirit of God as descend on him like a dove, anointing. So he begins his ministry walking from that water. He goes to the place of fasting and prayer and he comes out and demons are fleeing and things are happening. Why? Because he too was anointed. The Spirit of God came upon him. How much more you and I? He says to the disciples, wait! Wait! Wait for me until the Spirit comes upon you. And when the Holy Ghost came, the work of ministry began. Protocol. They could not go without it. They could not go without the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Today, I want you to ask of him, as you stand to your feet, I want you to ask of him, our first prayer is that God will give you an understanding of how the spiritual realm works, on how the spiritual realm works. I find the spiritual realm to be one very interesting spiritual realm. You can get information that does not affect your life in any way. And you can get information that really propels you to the next level. Did you hear what I just said? The spiritual realm is open. Not revelation, sometimes there are revelations that are just revelation. Deep, hey man of God, that is deep, that is. But they have no effect in your life. Even you try to apply them, but they don't apply. So you need the right information. You need the right information. You need the right information. So pray, pray right now. Ask God to lead you into the proper understanding of how the spiritual realm works. That you may be able to see that which is of benefit to you, that which can be used to the advantage of the kingdom. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Rato silabra dizande la bridash kalipa ndori dabosh kalamanda matra lira dizonde la vida dabas kalamande la brido shande la brida salamanda. Pray, pray, pray. Zo Prado Shindala Pridas Kalemandi, I can't hear you. Open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. You must speak, you must speak, you must speak. Father, I thank you that I'm seeing, that I see in the spirit clearly, that I walk in the information that is right, in the information that 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 that, that is effective in the mighty name of Jesus. Say Brato Shilabasa Kalamanda. Pray, 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 pray. Rato silabra di jande labrina silabra do sika labra do shande labrina. Pray, 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 pray. Rato silabrate silabanda. Zupra de libraca salamanda. Open my eyes that I may see, that I may see, that I may see, that I may see, that I may have an understanding of the protocols, of the operations of the spirit realm. Ah, Zaki, Labrador, Scandela, Brida, Scalabata, that which aids my effectiveness, that which causes me.